guess I'm going to have to go with probably Doritos. I mean, flavor. Oh, flavor. Can't just like over encompass every type of chip that there possibly is. Um, if I like had to pick one that there flavor that they were gonna send me, um, for life, for life. Yeah, that's really hard because, you know, I love that Cool Ranch. But, uh, well, they came out with the flaming hot Cool Ranch. Because I like that hot, you know, I like that chip to wake me up in the morning. Yeah. I like that chip to be like, man, this is, your, this is your favorite flavor, but guess what? You're not all the way awake, so let's <laughs> heighten them senses, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <sighs> so it would probably be a cool ranch, like hot, Cheeto hot. Hot? Yeah, but if I was on an island, I'd probably want something like the One Chip Challenge with Cool Ranch Doritos. Just because, you know, I mean, think about it. If you were stuck on an island, right? You didn't think nobody was going to come get you? Like, I'm going I'm to die here. You would want that excitement of that no well I mean you didn't like it now same challenge I did yeah but because we got to go home to our families we got to like have cold tap water or a Gatorade at the gas station but if you were on an island and you ate that chip right it's gonna make you think about every move from here on out you're gonna be like you just like you're down and out, right? You're like, like sitting on the beach, and you're like, oh, nobody's coming. There's no, nobody dude. here. I would use it as a weapon. For what? I don't know. Fish? You're there by... No. You would be sitting there. You, you finally get your fire started, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> what do I do for entertainment? And every now and again, you just want to grab you that. Little... Yeah, you just want <gasps> that. And you, Yep. <laughs> Let you know that you're alive. And uh, but you, for a moment, if for that moment that you're eating it, it's like there's nothing else in your life right now. It's just you're eating. Yeah, but you're already on a deserted island and you're going to die. So what does it matter? I mean, so. Why would you want more pain? But it's not that. Are you a masochist? No, because it's not the that kind of pain where you're like, oh, my God, I broke my arm. No, it's more like your face went numb because you ate a chip. And then later on, your insides they like hurt dissolve. for Like, yeah, but they hurt for like an hour. Mine hurt for like a week, bro. Yeah, when I had to urinate, yeah. it hurt for a while. Because it's, it's the fumes. But it really wasn't that bad. I mean... We beat the challenge. You want to get the one that makes your tongue blue? I've seen it, but you want to know what? I I kind of almost want to because you said they sell it in stores now. Gas stations, yeah. And all these people on TikTok and everybody, they're like, oh, look, they, we, and it's $8. When I bought ours, it was 30 bucks a piece. Was it? Pretty close. Dang. 
So I'm like, now they're selling them at eight dollars a piece. So they're probably not as hot. Uh, yeah, but we won't ever know. Fall festival. Take a vote. Oh yeah, we're gonna do it every. It's coming up. Well, I don't know if we're gonna do one, but it's like it turns your tongue blue. That's what they say. So everybody's sticking out their tongue. And now I see so many more videos of just normal people eating them, and they're like, ah, and they're eat. Of course, it's like what we did. They're like, man, I gotta keep chewing this thing. It doesn't dries your mouth out, and then they stick their tongue out, and then they're like. Uh, did it seem like it was as bad when it's not as hot dude well when when we did ours i watched a video of shaquille Mm o'neal and he's like because i watched him do that hot ones and he's like i'm not gonna make a face and he did the that same chip that we did and he was like i'm not gonna make a face and he did it like on the es that panel yeah yeah. he ate it and he was just like and for about 30 seconds he was good and then he just like <laughs> he couldn't do it no more. He made a face. And I think he drank water. We went a whole hour with nothing. We went more than an hour. Because remember, Rick's sister was like, here's some cookies. Here's some Tish, bread. Some bread. You want some bread? Yeah, and we didn't do nothing. We did the whole hour. Yeah. With no water, no drinks, no nothing. Which, if you can get through the first half of it everything goes numb anyways and your yeah, dopamine like kicks 20 in minutes. your dopamine kicks in and you're just like I didn't really get a dopamine dump I just was like this oh I did Be- and then I went upstairs to the bathroom I didn't have drink to go over- no I didn't drink out of the <laughs> out of the sink no I thought I had to go and it, it was, but it was like this burning ball of fire yeah, once it, once it hit your <clears throat> what's the large intestine, the small intestine? Or small I have no idea which one it was, but it was destroyed that night. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, that night was rough, dude. That science ruined me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember a few days later, dude. I had some pains. <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have the I didn't have the bathroom things like Rick and everybody was texting me the next day because I I left here and I had to go work out of town so all we had was a porta john and that, and I came fully prepared with some wipes baby like yeah, just in case some aloe vera and it, it never it never happened that way yeah I don't remember it ever happening like it hurt but I remember it burning when I went. Pee. And it smelled it too. I didn't. I didn't smell it. No, it just fumes, bro. I. I mean. <laughs> Your favorite one. <laughs> I didn't smell my pee. I remember coming out of the bathroom, going, "Man, that really burned." <laughs> and most guys that would come out of the bathroom and tell their wife <laughs> that. Would not end well. Uh-uh. Um, we gotta go to the doctor. <laughs> but <laughs> there's this, something you have. This episode before? is rated R. Yeah. But, um, yeah. We're off topic. If you guys want to see us do it again, comment, like, and uh, 
If you made it through how that first many half, how ooh. many comments we get, how many likes we get on this episode, and how far we can rank this up in whatever Facebook and YouTube sends me an email that says, "Well, this episode is this good." This episode, if you guys can take this one and launch it huge, I huge. bet Kevin will do the blue chip challenge. Dude, I've never turned down a challenge, but yeah, I, we'll do it. Uh, but we that was the we're not gonna thing. do it if just one person's like, "Oh, I think you should do it." No, we're well the fall festival. But we we have to have. We'll do it there, and then we'll set this up too. Right? Well, yeah, we'll do it. Dude. But as long as you guys like and share, I mean, like, but I gotta have like a bunch of comments. I can't just have fifty comments. From one, one person. person, I want you know this shared. Are. I want it liked. I want it subscribed. I want the bell rung on YouTube. I want all that stuff How because they tell me that. If this video mm-hmm. beats our highest rated yet, which was a couple weeks ago, right? So we're not going to say the details. But yeah, if it beats that one, it because I will get. So yet. I will get an alert from every platform that we're on that this is the highest one if it gets the highest on the one that sent me one today then i'll eat the ch- i'll do it again i'll eat we'll the- do it again at the fall festival yeah and we'll show our tongues that they turn blue um but you guys you guys decide that you guys decide and dude we're gonna have to do it for an we'll hour do. Yeah, it's gonna be so an hour. Podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll try. I'll tell you what. If 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 they make it go up, we will eat the chip right before, and then do the podcast right after we eat that chip. We'll have somebody film it while we're eating it, and then obviously we're gonna have a crowd of people that are gonna be like, eh. no, we're just but gonna set we'll, this up. We'll set it up with the crowd there. Well, I don't know how, but we'll figure it out. We'll set we up will, in here. Yeah, we'll, we'll eat it. The crowd can come and film as they please. But it'll be, we'll do it towards the end of the festival while they yeah. can still have fun up there, right? And then we'll sit in here and. And then yeah, something we'll eat, to talk about. Either way, I, either way, I have a feeling with our fans, they're gonna find a way that we're gonna have to eat Two this them, chip. But we, now I don't have to give it, get it off the air, the internet. We can tell you to go to gas station. Yeah. Or we'll get it off the internet if they say it's hotter. Whatever. I think it's hot. It's got to be hotter, dude. If it was that much cheaper. Well, I don't know if it's that much hotter or if they're just trying to make it so mainstream that people were so scared before that now they're like, eh. I don't know. We'll find out. I wonder how many people have died from this. None. I already looked that up when we were going to do it. (laughs) Nobody died. Nobody has died from eating the Carolina Reaper or anything like that. Scorpion pepper. And scorpion pepper is like, obviously, if you have an allergy to that, you'd probably die. But Well, yeah, you shouldn't. Doesn't it like anything? What? Any <laughs> peanut butter? Oh, I was like, yeah, but. This flavor on this bottle. If you're allergic to this, don't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah!
I want to give a couple of shout outs before we get into this. And I think we're going to call this episode Forgiveness or Forgiving Anxiety <coughs> and Stress. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Forgiving Anxiety and Stress. And that title alone is going to be Wait, like, are we forgiving what anxiety? do you mean? But I'm just going to tell you guys right now, you take that title and then you run with it and see what you get out of it. But before I do that, I want to give a couple of shout I want to give one huge shout out. Last week we were here late. Everybody seen us really tired. We didn't even have our thing plugged yeah, in the computer. Yeah. So sorry, Meredith, guys. I'm sorry you didn't get to hear all the fun noises, but uh we had a huge meeting that we were trying to get our ministry started and um really take Street Smart Christian to the next level. Uh we got everything approved to do that, so we're working on that currently. Um and we'll have There'll be more content. There'll be more this. What we're doing. There'll be more yeah. um, videos going out of what we're doing out there on the streets. What we call our street squad. This is what we're gonna do on the streets. So we did all that, and then we're like, we gotta do a podcast. So obviously, we didn't want to kick our brothers out, and so we talked to him out in the parking lot forever, and the older guys out did us and. We come in here, and we were really tired, pushing the buttons, not even plugged in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to give some shout-outs because of that. I want to give a shout-out to my wife, who is the be- I mean, she's the bomb. She's the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably cliche to say that because a lot of guys are saying that, but when it comes to my wife in my in she supports my dreams so big that she's always pushing me to do my dreams and I'm not used to that. I'm used to girls pushing me to fulfill whatever they want to do in a materialistic world yeah. in but my wife puts all of her stuff to the side and it's like you have to do you yeah. have to do this because I know it makes you happy. So if you're out there with Kevin until 1130 at night, that's what it is. I'll be okay. I'm going to go to bed. You need to do this. Drive safe. <laughs> the main thing that she does is pushes me to follow Christ. Yeah. She wants a godly husband, and she wants me to be a leader in that. Yeah. And so she will do whatever it takes for me to do that. Right. And I don't feel like I give enough back to her, and she never complains. But she pushes me to accomplish my dreams. She supports my dreams. She supports me in the ministry. I say my dreams, but I know this is my dream to bring God's word to life. Yeah that is it this is not about me right this is not about kevin if it was then we would have already quit because we'd be broke <laughs> we're terrible at this we would be broke we would have nothing left we still have our jobs we still have everything and if that's what it takes to the bitter end that's what we're gonna do our main goal is here to take guys in our shoes mm-hmm. and share with them the gospel how 
it's being interpreted to us yeah. and how we want to learn more to interpret it to somebody else. We're not perfect. We don't know it verbatim. We don't have it in the back of our heads memorized. It's always on our hearts. It's a goal. Those are it's our goal. Relationship goals with Adam and his wife and yeah. us and Jesus. That's I see some so many parallels with you and your wife and mm-hmm. like the relationship that Jesus has to offer. Right. Love and support for everything. And it's like everything that is good in his will. Right. To, to ex- expand his kingdom. Like that's what your wife wants for you. Yeah. That's what Christ wants for all of us. He wants us all to succeed for his, his will. And yeah. That, it's you just know, a beautiful thing right there. It's a free gift too. We're saved. Yeah. <laughs> it's free. We don't deserve it. And accountability. You know, the we other shout out it. that I wanted to give was to you, Kevin. Oh, no. A shout out. Uh, you called me today and was like, we're going to do this. But you didn't start out with that. You were just like, hey, man, I noticed that, you know, you looked a little stressed, whatever. And. For me, that's awesome because I've had I, we all have handfuls of friends. Yeah, we don't have a lot of friends in Christ because me and you come from a lot of the same. We're cut from the same cloth. Right. We've right. come. You know, we just ended up here, and here we are. But to have somebody be able to call you and say, "Hey, man, what's going on?" You know. You gotta let God take care of this. You gotta let do this and that, and yeah. be on the same page as you. Like, I could call another good friend, and God not even be brought up once. And so, yeah, there's a shout out to you. That's just like, there's my brother in Christ. And another thing is, how many friends do you call? And I might be the only one, but how many friends? And this is for all of you, Street Squad. How many times do you call your friends and tell them that you love them? Yeah. Or just ask, how, how are you doing? Yeah. Or just, hey, bro, I'll call you later. Love you. A lot of you guys are like, ah, I ain't going to do that. Like, yeah. if it's my lady. Yeah. That's but pride. you won't know until you've devoted your life to Christ what love really is. Yeah. You get a taste of it when you have a child. You have a child? You get a taste of that love, but it, the true love that you receive from Christ, his is never wavering. There's never, it's never ending. And to have a friend, that's just the, what you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, man, I love, and that's genuine. That's not, yeah, it's not, cancel me, but that's not gay. Yeah, it's not, it's not a, it's agape, right? Yeah, it's it's not like it's the type oh of man love that Christ gives us. That's it's it's not like I I'm like what is Kevin doing tonight? There's no expectation. It, no, it's just like hey man, I I back you up with what you're gonna do 100, percent and I just want you to know that at the end, mm-hmm. no matter how bad you mess up, no matter what dirt you get in through, yeah. I just want you to know that I love you, and I'm gonna be here for you. Through all of it. Yep. And it. Same. I'm going to try to help you. And, you know, it's all. It's. When it begins to be a real huge problem, then you just. You got to tell them, hey, man, I love you. 
but I'm going to step back. See, and that's that's the big part of thing there is where when you love someone so much, you have to tell them the truth. Right. Like, And that's something that our pastor talks about a lot. <clears throat> and I know a lot of you that come to our church here or listen online, really loving someone is not pulling any punches. You're not sugarcoating it. And I think that's how our relationship yeah. is. Like, it, when we're doing something stupid, the other person is going to tell us. Right. And it's like, well, is that really good? Or what What do you what, what are you trying well, to learn from this? Whatever. You know? Here's what I think is that our relationship was built on automatic, we're going to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. And there's no holds barred. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for us because the truth has already been out there. Yeah. So we're going to be like, well, this is what happened. And we weren't already judged in the beginning because. But here's where it segues into what I think you were getting into last night with forgiveness. Yeah. Is that trust that we have Mm -hmm. where we just diary of the mouth and we. accepted it that was it there was no like hey well i'm this way and i'm that way and then all of a sudden wait a minute i didn't it was, think. It was more like it was I'm just more way, like me too we're exactly the same <laughs> like wait a second what you um, read my book man but yeah but <laughs> i think when you get into something else and you hold back on that truth yeah you hold back on that and then you develop a relationship with somebody that's solely built on, I'm not even going to say just lies, but just all this stuff. And then it noise. all comes out and it's a big explosion. Mm-hmm. This person goes this way. This person goes that way. Mm-hmm. One person might be more striving for Christ or do better faster than that other person. The other person now has left that such a bad taste in that other person's mouth. Right. Which is so bad that now it's you you're getting to a place where you're so angry, but you're getting contempt with that. And now that other person is coming in saying, I realize that I jacked everything up really mm-hmm. bad and I just want the opportunity to fix that. But you're like, no. Let me, you, let me pose you this question. Yeah. What is the worst thing about betrayal? <clears throat> Trust. I mean... The bet- worst the worst thing about betrayal is that it never comes from an enemy. So I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell everybody this story. And um, I won't put any names out there, but if anybody knows me, they're going to know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. Just keep it to yourself. When my daughter, my my daughter was born when I was nineteen. Little baby, man. And I was just with I was just with a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we all know how babies are made, so I don't have to get into a lot of detail. How are they made? Well, well, I'll explain (laughs) that to Jax one day. (laughs) but uh, it happened. Mm Mm-hmm. In my mind, it was that, okay, I did this. Now I'm going to make this my wife, yeah. her my wife, and I'm going to have this family and all this. Not, 
that didn't happen right away. Um, I had other influences tell me that you don't have to do that. Just kind of test the waters, do this and that. We were already living together. We did did that whole thing. We were so young, and I don't blame her for anything she did, but because we were so young. But How old was she? Same age as me. Both nineteen or whatever. Yeah, and so. Everything was going good, and then everything went silent. Long story short, she just ended up just packing everything and leaving. Everything was gone, and she left with the guy that she got married to for the next 10 years. Where's the kid? Well, that's my daughter, Bailey. And and then... She left her, or she took her? She took her. And then I had to fight for everything. And there was so much resentment and so much betrayal because I didn't expect that. You never do from your friends and the people you love, huh? And then that betrayal became so, oh, it's so bad. And then I got to a place where I'm like, I got to accept this. I got to be friendly. and And I did that forever. And... Now I'm where I'm at now, but yeah. it was not. It was easy not an easy road, huh? Because I couldn't get through my mind what she had done while we were still together. Yeah. And the and guy she can. left me for five years later, he's like, "I want to be your friend," and I'm like, "I don't want to yeah. be." And it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. Well, he was complicit in it. Yeah, but if he knew about you. And the then same five time, years later, know. I'm like. See, that's a heart forgiveness. It's, Christ gives it to us freely, and we sit so, here and think about our past and all these things. Because my my situation is extremely similar to yours. Right. I have a, I have my son, you know, and you know, same thing. Betrayal. You go through that betrayal, and it just it breaks you because you yeah. gave all of yourself to a person, and then when you find out. Oh, we made another person. Then you give even more of yourself. Right. Then you say, here, this is literally all of me. And and when you do that, when you say, this is all of me, you give them all the good and all the bad. And in certain seasons of your life, it's more bad than good, right? You know, and, and at least for me, I gave it all, you know, and I just, it didn't work. For me, somebody told me one time, a, a man in the faith, it's a must to forgive, but you don't have to forget. Well, I don't think you can. Well, no, you'll never forget. <laughs> I think it's like, it's one of those things but where you try to forgive and forget, but you can't forget because... Forgiveness is such a wide... Serious. It's like, if I, Okay, we, let's just say I went to your family reunion and I shot your brother in the face. <laughs> I'm just saying... Okay, and then they're like, Kevin, you have to forgive him. I'd probably kill you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but no, but that's just it. We had the relationship we have now, and then I shot your brother in the face. I'm going to prison. You, they want you to forgive me. It's the same as you forgiving. The baby mama. Yeah. Or whoever. And they didn't kill anybody. 
but your yeah, dreams. You, you took it extreme, bro. They killed your emotions. <laughs> and they killed. Dreams in the they killed all everything that you had. They might have killed a little bit of respect that you had for women. Yeah, that definitely has a part. But then you think about the the fact of, and you should know this too, raising children on your own. And you're supposed to Ooh. forgive me the same as her. Yeah. I shot your brother in the face, and I know Kevin's brother, so he's going to laugh at this. If he listens to this. Brandon, he's going to laugh. In front of your entire family. Where's this going, bro? At a picnic. I'm just saying. I am trying to make the most dramatic experience. Yeah. That is supposed to be the hardest thing that you'd ever have to do. Yeah. Me and you are so close. But then I'm like, hey, yeah, hit the pinata. Pow! <laughs> hit the pinata. And I'm sorry for all our viewers, but this is the picture I'm trying to paint. And then you're, you don't, you don't, you partook in something that have you have your son and his mom didn't work out with you. Mm-hmm. And so everything that she does is 150% against you want right whether that's whatever she did in life right and now she's trying to make that better without you in the picture because she knows that that can never be right and she's trying to clean that up if she really is right right this is discernment people can you forgive that as easy as you can forgive me for shooting your brother in the face or would it be easier for you to forgive me because now I'm in prison and you're like dude what were you did you take some pills or something you killed my you brother you still on drugs it's how how does or do you think of Christ who thought these guys are pounding spikes people say nails and I'm like, I, nails are like this. Railroad. Through his wrists and through his feet, after they ripped the flesh off of his body. Mm-hmm. We don't even know all of it. We're just, yeah, that's, that's this is just who seen what was going on. Three different They could have been urinating on him. They could have been punching him in the face. They did that for sure. Ripping his hair out, his beard. And he's on a cross, right? Forgiving every one of them. Mm -hmm. But yet we can't forget somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Brandon, for shooting somebody in the face. (laughs) Or not going with our agenda of what we thought should be a family. Yeah. And this is no excuse for either party right. in a relationship. Yeah, if you're smoking meth and you're doing this and this and that, or if anybody else is, and I'm not saying any party was, then there needs to be somebody to step in and say, ah, this might be the reason why. <laughs> and there needs to be some counseling. But if you're seeking that counseling and you're seeking the help, yeah. And you still don't get forgiveness. Win, win. 
Yeah, that's because a guy was shoving a spear in Jesus' chest. And what did he say? Alright, well that wasn't gonna get sampled, yeah, but the people that yeah. dropped the cross in a hole that hammered his step and they're basically flipping him oh. off like, Oh, what's up, dude? No, think I about thought this you part. were God. Why don't you fly off that cross, big think boy? It, think about this part. The skin was the flesh was ripped from his back. Yeah, and I he know. Carried that cross up a hill. And we can't forgive somebody because they did us wrong. Yeah. Emotionally did us wrong. Yeah. Our flesh is still intact. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying anything about because I I was the worst. We all are. I hold grudges against people that didn't borrow me a pencil. Well, that's the thing too is like even when you tell yourself and you say hey, I forgive them or you 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 go out of your way to try to show a person that you forgive them, you know. Even when you do that, you could still be lying to yourself on the inside because I I was. I mean, I'm st- I'm still struggling with it and you know and and the biggest thing that has stuck with me was that you pray for them every day. You yeah. pray for those people that did those things to you every day, even if you don't mean it, because eventually yeah. you're going to mean it. Yeah. And Christ is going to soften your heart for those people. And it doesn't mean that you're going to open yourself up to have that stuff happen to you again, which I, you know, I, I, I pray to God that that doesn't, but you know, you, I'm, that's where I'm, I'm trying to go, you know, and I've, I've been doing that every day now ever since i heard that the person that told me that i respect very highly and you know who you are and it's like i'm like yeah whatever man easier said than done but i started doing it and now i'm kind of like i mean this you know but it's not something that you can put your finger on and say oh yeah i'm done i forgave him it's all good we're done but yeah it's a continuous thing and i'm going to continue to ask god for the strength and and the ability to forgive and i think we all struggle with that yeah every single one of us for just about anything anybody yeah we all struggle we all struggle to give it to god and let go and let god because then anxiety anxiety that too where it's like well if i forgive them they're gonna do it to me again well it's thinking of the worst that could happen yeah or you're just like you're in the mindset i want to take god wherever i go and you pray first thing in the morning that hey God, you just be with me and guide my thoughts and guide my heart and this, this, and that. And then you just get railed (laughs) with everything that makes you want to cuss, to give up, to just drink, whatever the thing is. You just want to give up and you're just like, what? It ain't even worth it. But you know what happens? You you want to give up and you don't care. You go to men's Bible study. You do all, you know, but then you have a brother in Christ that calls you and says, "Hey," and that's God. It's like this is so crazy because I I've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress on and off. Yeah. And what you're talking about right now is exactly what I listened to this morning in that book. I that book it. is amazing. I mean, I wrote it. Yeah, he wrote it. What's your name? I did not write it, so <laughs> please do not take me to 
Reformed wiki. They're like, well, these guys thought they were proclaiming a book. One of them's got a Bible open, the other one doesn't, and he claims he did this, and that's blasphemy, and he should probably be put in a chamber. No, there was a part that I just listened to today that was, you know, talking about being in the valley. He's the character, the main character is walking through the valley, Mm -hmm. and it is like hell on earth hell on earth and you're walking through that valley and you're sitting there and you're still you're fighting off everything that comes your way you're looking to god you're going but you're so you're so focused on on that that even those those demons will sneak up behind you whisper in your ear and you're so So, focused on fighting that you 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 hear that and you think that's when you start to doubt And, and you don't realize that it's a demon behind you saying hey hey just give up just turn around so you're you're not even halfway there. Yeah. Don't keep going. And literally you're three quarters of the way there and you're like everything I know like yeah. you your existential crisis, man. Like Yeah. Yeah. It's just wild to think about and that's anxiety. Your anxiety kicks up, your stress levels boom skyrocket. I listened to a little bit that you sent me and, and I think it's a great book. It's powerful. The, the problem that I ha- that award this right because I think that's a great book and a lot of people need to read it and I think everybody needs to or read listen it to, I listen and to listen it. to it on auto book whatever the problem that I have is a personal individual is I read books like that and I've been through so much trauma that I'm like alright dude well you were in my class obviously I know that this was written like in the 1700s or whatever and and I get it and I love these stories I love these authors that write these books of how bad it was and how they got here yeah I'm gonna get so cancelled and probably not even allowed on this podcast because it's almost like that's every single story that I've read from every pastor that's at it rough yeah well, that's the thing. We like, oh, yeah, the guy that, that wrote Amazing Grace, obviously not the pastors I read now, had a slave ship and then turned their life around. That was pretty traumatic. I get it. I Pilgrim's Progress. That guy that had a really rough. Well, it's, it's, it's more like his name is Christian, and he's Well, yeah, Christian. because. It's not who, an individual. Who wrote the book? Is it Jay Vernon McGee? John Bunyan. Okay. He probably because I've heard I've heard this all advertised and that's a great book. It's it's please it's not about a person. Yeah, but it's about a mental because like one of the the people that gets him on the path, you know what his name is? The person Mm. that got him on the path that said, You need to go this way? The dude's name is Evangelist. Yeah, I know. I get. And then I, he, he's halfway through the valley, and he meets mm-hmm. his friend Faith, who was his neighbor in the city of destruction. Right. So I get the premise of the book, and I'm right. gonna read it just because I don't want to be. You I'm not trashing Pilgrim's there. No, Adam. I'm not trashing <laughs> Pilgrim's Progress. I'm not trashing any of these books. I have so I many it. books that I'm it. halfway through. Ashamed of the Gospel by John MacArthur. Get it. Read it. 
It's awesome. I'm still not done with it, but it's good. How long you had it? Two years, and it's. Dude, you, I have this. And I've this read it English twice. Teacher, this English teacher that was really helped you. Yeah. You know how to read, dude. I know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I finished a book from. It's called Faithful Leaders, and it was, and then Rick got it for all the deacons. Mm-hmm. I finished that book. Tell you anything about it, really? <laughs> because are because you really I reading don't know. Yes, I'm reading it, but then sometimes you feel so pressured to finish a book that you're just trying to read it as fast who, as you can. Who's pressuring you? Life. It's your, yeah, see, yeah, I get that. It just last night. What do we have a discussion about? Memorizing scripture. Yeah. How hard is that? So hard. Exactly. And we're supposed to memorize how many chapters in First Peter or Second Peter? So chapter one done. through like eighteen. Second Peter three through eleven. Please, not, I hope it's not the episode that Rick reads. He's like, oh, three through three, yeah. stupid. Second Peter, chapter one, verse three through eleven. And he has a card with not even the first verse written down. I forgot about that until I was in the truck with my father-in-law, and he's like, did you memorize the memory verse? And I'm like, you weren't at church. How do you know our memory verse? He's like, not that one. He's like, I tried to memorize it, but I... Can I read it? I mean, you can if you want. Can I read it? Can I interrupt you real quick and just read it? This yeah. is what we're studying Bible study. I'm, I'm interrupting con- Adam here because yeah. I really think that it is... There's a lot to unpack on this one. I'm just going to read it. That's fine. I'm just going to read it. You eat your chips. Okay? All right. <laughs> so this is Second Peter 1, verse 3 through 11. His divine, <laughs> His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us to be His own glory, by His own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us a very great and precious promise, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption of the world in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and goodness, and to goodness, knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. For all you possess these qualities in increasing measure. They will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's a lot to remember, dude. It's a lot to remember. No, my microphone stand keeps falling off the table. Let me help you. I, I tightened it. Yeah. 
I don't know if tightening it's going to be the... Eventually, I'm going to have a slide that goes through. It's like... I don't... It's, it's too keep slipping for a minute, but... Um, um, sorry, I'm, I can't I have a hard time reading sometimes. Sorry. Nope. That was good. Like, for a moment there, I thought you took on the shape of Jesus and Fergie at the same time. No. Oh. King, ja <laughs> King James himself was in the room. I was like, who is King James, by the way? I know. You can't ask Queen Elizabeth. But he wrote, he inspired the Bible. Did he? There's the King James Version and the New King James Version. Pretty sure he had something to do with inspiring it. Maybe he was just the king that said, hey, write he a Bible that I hey, can understand. He could have. Slave. Make a Bible that nobody will ever understand. <laughs> Just like the ESV. Is God. I get him. I got him. <laughs> Who flew away? I got him though. <laughs> yeah, but he got, got away. I got him fly with my bare hands. Guys, whatever you're struggling with, stress, anxiety, anxiety, forgiveness, forgiveness for yourself and for others. Forgive first, yourself. know that. Yeah, you did, that's a big one, huh? Yeah. Forgive but first, yourself. know that we're struggling with the same thing. Yeah. Get an accountability partner. Get a partner. You can get in a fellowship partner. Uh, a disciple somebody that you feel comfortable with I yeah. mean I feel like that's what me and Kevin have and you gotta trust the person too that they're not gonna yeah I mean there's things that Kevin and I have shared yeah together today that <laughs> is probably gonna come out sometime but not for me um I trust Kevin with the same stuff that I trust my wife with and so Get somebody like that in your life. Don't hold it in. I mean, I know a lot of you guys, well, it's just me and Christ. Well, that's great, too. But we all live in this world, and this world is a painful place, so you got to get it out somewhere. Ask the short ask time God. that we're here. If it is just you and God, ask, ask God to, to send you He'll put somebody in your life. He'll, he yeah. definitely will. He definitely will. Yeah, he did it for me and Adam. You he, might not know that same day or that same month, Eventually, you can be like, there you go. So, be loving to everybody that you encounter. You never know who yeah. you're going to meet. Yeah. You never know who you're going to meet, you know. Yeah. And I, I was watching this thing, and it was, it was talking about homeless and how a lot of people look away or hate yeah. to see them. But, you know, you stop and you talk to a person for a while, you realize that they're they're, they're just like you. Yeah. Just you know, in a different situation, different path in life, and 
you know, those moments that you'll share with somebody, you know, you take for granted because it's oh. the moment that they're not there is when you're going to be like, wow. Even, but, even if it's a homeless person sitting on the side of the road could and be, you don't see them anymore, you talk to them and then all of a sudden they're gone. You're like, could be and have discernment. Our yeah. pastor constantly tells you can't push wet noodles. And uh, you can pull them though. <laughs> Who followed? Who was that? Who at the men's breakfast? Said that? Can't push stones. Yeah, who said it? Yeah, he, you know what was funny? Mm-hmm. He, I'm like, you know Kevin? He's like, yeah, I know mm-hmm. Kevin. And then you showed up and you're like, I never met you before. <laughs> he didn't know me. Yeah, he did. He Cody, knew you. you did. We never met officially. Yeah, you did. Uh, I've had seven, eight, ten concussions in my that, life. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> we try to get all these young guys and people our age and follow the Bible off, study man. and they're like, yeah, I know Kevin. And then you show up and you're like, I don't Were think you? we ever met before. And they're like, that's how important I was. Where are you from? That's how important I was to this guy's life. That's not true. <laughs> we got we to change the narrative. So I figured uh, I'll close this out in prayer. Are we already at an hour? Probably close. But they have to go to the bathroom. Oh, really? That's why I brought you that cup, dude. Just mute your mic. Here's how we're going to get canceled. (laughs) (laughs) We got to be in an hour. So, um, my Bible app popped up. It's blocking it. Wait, hold on. What does it say? Verse of the day. Look at the verse of the day. Oh, yeah. We're right there. Um... The verse of the day today was. Uh, See if you remember it. I don't. Oh, come on. I don't. I can't even start because I just put it on Facebook. John. Okay. 10. There's like 15 Johns. 11. Mm-hmm. John 10 11. Good shepherd sacrifices yeah, his life for the sheep. sheep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I remember the sheep now because I put here. I am I am I am the good shepherd the good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep I was going to close this in prayer but I'm pretty sure you already know how I'm going to do it the Lord's prayer our father who art in heaven no that's a model that's not how we're supposed to pray instead I'm going to go God God. God. You gotta take your hat off, Cole. He said it's okay. He did. Who did? God. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for bringing Kevin and I together. I want to thank you for introducing such an awesome brother in Christ that's gonna always influence me and always hold me accountable and then build me up. Father, I just want to thank you for my wife and how she's always trying to push me to get closer to you, God, and that's all you. That's all the glory to you. Father, I want to thank you for the opportunities that we get 
the opportunity to get here, and that's only through the sacrifice that you made that we're here right now. Father, I just want to thank you so much for everything that we're blessed with right now. And remind us to take a step back and, and look at the blessings that we receive. The blessings that you have put in front of us that sometimes we take for granted. I just ask that you really show us those blessings. Put us where we need to be, Father. We ask that you use us as a tool out of your mighty toolbox. Go out there and walk more like you every day. Hit the streets. Really show what this ministry means to be a street squad. Father, it's all for you. And I ask that you just guide us and protect us as we go on with our day-to-day lives. It's your name I pray these things. Amen. Amen. You know Street what squad. everybody was waiting for? If we're doing this again, and Meredith's like, why are you guys doing that? I can't hear nothing. Hopefully, I'm going to give you another one, Meredith. <laughs> we love you, Street Squad. Taking pictures now. <laughs>